Hey friend, welcome back to Her Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Kaysen, and today I'm sharing a bonus episode with you all about this 40-day social media fast that I am partaking in. It was kind of planned, kind of last minute, but I want to get into some of it with you here today because I think that as good as social media can be, it can also be very loud, it can be noisy, it can be consuming. I don't know, maybe just for me. I think for a lot of us, we can kind of get lost in it. For me, it easily becomes an idol. So today, I kind of want to share a little bit about this fast that I'm taking and how that coincides with Lent and a little bit about Lent and all of that. So I'm glad that you are here today. Let's get right to it. Okay, so let me share, first of all, how this 40-day social media fast came to be. I found the 40-day social media fast. It's actually a book by Wendy Speak, and she is a co-author of another book that I love. It's called Triggers. So helpful for a mom. If you're anything like me who tends to be triggered maybe by our kids or, you know, there's, there's a lot there. So anyways, just a little plug for her book, Triggers. It's so good. Okay, so this is... A 40, the 40-day 40 social media fast, I picked it up in the store back in January, and I thought to myself, hmm, that sounds interesting. Like, don't know if I'll ever do that, but looks like a cool book. Honestly, didn't even flip through it. I was just like, this looks like a cool book. <laughs> read the back of it, and I thought, okay, sure, I'll just get this, and then I'll read it and see what it's all about. It turns out it's actually like a 40-day devotional that is a companion guide for your fast, for your 40-day fast. So I'm reading that along with this fasting that I'm doing. Another really cool thing was that I saw this article in my Uversion feed somehow, or maybe it was in an email that I saw, I'm not sure, but I somehow saw this article that Uversion put out, and the title is, What is Lent? Four Different Ways to Practice, and I'll link that below in the show notes if you want to open it up, look through it, read it for yourself, because I'm going to be honest, I'm not Catholic, first of all, but I was like, what is Lent? Like, that sounds kind of interesting. I know people who've done Lent. I know it requires that you give something up. I know that it, I honestly didn't know how long it lasted, but I kind of knew the gist of it. So when I read this article, it was just like mind-blowing. In it, it says the basic purpose of Lent is to create space in the middle of life's responsibilities to appreciate what's always been there, which is God's presence, right? So what is Lent? Lent is a 40-day period of making space for God leading up to Resurrection Sunday. Based on Jesus' 40 days in the wilderness, Lent is an important tool that can help you stay attuned to God's voice as you reflect on His sacrificial love. While Lent does include personal sacrifice, the goal of this time isn't to better your life, quote-unquote, but to center your life on what matters most, the one who made you and died for you. And I was like, right then, I was hooked because... I thought to myself, you know what? This is something that I need. I need a reset. I need a refocus. I am feeling, if I'm just being 100% honest, which I always try to do as much as makes sense, I've been feeling a little scattered, very much distracted, um, kind of like looking at this and looking at that and looking at her and looking at her and seeing what they're doing and seeing what she's doing and kind of like, okay, God, I'm feeling a little bit confused about like my exact calling and purpose. And I'm only, I'm sharing this because I just want you to know that if you ever have those times and those moments where you question your purpose and you question, you know, your direction, you're not alone. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, not only I, but there are people who are so well established and they like have their thing and they're walking out their, you know, dreams and meeting their goals and just crushing it. Like even the people who you would look at and you're like, man, she's got it all together. She's doing great. She's doing great things. She's a great mom. She's rocking it. I don't know how, but she's doing a really good job. And I want to be like that. Even those women, those moms, they're struggling at times. They struggle at times with purpose and direction and clarity. And so... I decided to, well, first of all, so then I Googled, okay, when is Lent? And then I figured out that it started February 22nd. So actually yesterday, as of when this um, episode airs, Lent started yesterday. And I decided that I was going to fast from social media. And it sounded super drastic at first and dramatic. And I was kind of like, okay, what are the boundaries for this? Like, am I going to give this up cold turkey? Am I just getting off socials, like just Instagram? Or is it Facebook and Instagram? I have TikTok too that I watch. Like I'll see, I'll watch certain things on TikTok. I went ahead and deleted that app completely. Um, But what I did was I decided this was going to apply to Facebook and Instagram and Messenger. So I put all of those three apps like way at the end of my home screen. The way that I have my phone designed, which is just like a... A side note here, when I unlock my phone, it's a blank screen. So it's just my background image, which I love because it's like, okay, I've got at the bottom of my screen, I do have, you know, I have an iPhone. So the four things are my phone, my text messages, my internet browser and music. And then I have to scroll over. um, So I guess you scroll left or right. I don't really know where your apps typically are. And that's where my app page starts. I have mine grouped by color. I'm actually not OCD, but I like the way that this looks and it feels really good. So anyways, I have to scroll like three pages, three or four pages to get to that group of apps just because I wanted to be able to be like, okay, if I'm going to click an Instagram, it's because you've had enough time to scroll. It's not just an accident because, you know, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but when I when I take breaks from Instagram or I'm like, I'm going to be more intentional with my phone and screen time, I inevitably tap back in just from like muscle memory. It's crazy scary. Um, so I wanted to take those apps off of where they typically sit and put them in a little folder by themselves at the far back of my phone so that it was like I'm giving myself some time to say, okay, are you really going to do this? Do you really need to do this? Is it really necessary? The only thing I will say is I do have some interviews that I'm going to have to promo. So haven't quite figured out what I'm going to do with that yet. But just being like 100% transparent, I may have to get back on to do that or at least record the stories and then have my husband post them. I don't know. I'm trying not to get legalistic with it, but I do want to follow through. Like there's part of it, part of me when I set out to do something, I want to do it and I want to do it well and I want to do it fully. Like I'm committed. So haven't quite figured that out yet. And the other thing is that my daughter's preschool, both of them go to the same preschool and they communicate via Facebook. So I told my husband, I was like, you're going to have to look, make sure you're keeping up with all the things. So I don't, who knows, I might get on like once a week or once every two weeks to kind of check in. Again, haven't figured that out. But the goal overall is to fast from social media. And the reason that I'm, I chose social media is because I feel like that it can be my biggest distraction. And maybe you feel like that too. It was so funny because I did share about this in stories before I like said goodbye, quote unquote. And I said, you know, I was kind of explaining my decision and what I was doing. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it was awkward because it's like, does anybody actually even care? You know, you see those influencers with like a million followers and they're talking about they're going to be gone or whatever, whatever. And I don't know if I have to think that some people are just like, 
we really didn't need to know or we really didn't even notice. But I know that there are those of you who listen, like you're listening right now, and we're connected on Instagram. And so I don't know. I just always want to kind of like fill people in. If I'm going to be gone for that amount of time, like I want you to know, okay, this is what's happening. This was this is what is up. So I kind of was explaining in stories and it was so cool because I had somebody message me immediately and she's like, I'm fasting as well. I'm participating in Lent and I'm also giving up social media. And I was like, yay, I'm not the only one. So I don't know, maybe if you're listening, like send me an email, uh, hello at herpursuit.co. Let me know if you're participating in Lent, if you're fasting anything, and if you're fasting socials. That way I know that I'm not alone because sometimes it feels that way. So I the goal the goal of this time is really to not just not click into socials and not just like be super strict about those apps, but I really want to be intentional with that time. So when I catch myself, you know, having this lull during the day where I would typically, you know, tap in and either scroll or put a reel together or go to get on stories, I'm pausing and I'm thinking, okay, first of all, I always want to check the intentions. Like, why am I doing this? I'm questioning myself because I want to understand it a little bit better so that I know my motives when it comes to that particular area of my life. And then two, I'm replacing it with either a quick prayer, quick like perspective shift. Um, I'm doing scripture memory, things like that, like opening up my Bible app instead and reading if I have some time. So I'm replacing it with something that is hopefully and ideally going to grow that connection with the Lord and like help me to hear from him. And, you know, I said that I'm expectant and I'm hopeful and I'm actually praying over specific things. So my friend Liz, love her to death. She reminded me, she's like, okay, I'm going to give you some tough love, Kaysen, because she has a tough love mom podcast. And she was like, it may not be within 40 days. Remember, God's time is not our time. And I was like, thank you, Liz. Thank you for that. I know, I know. It didn't, not necessarily what I wanted to hear, but thank you for the reminder because it's true. Like we don't, we can't just put God in a box and have these prayer requests and then just assume or really want for him to answer or show us within 40 days because maybe it's not 40 days. Maybe it's 10 days in. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe it's past the 40 days. But the point and this is what I was sharing with her. The point um, and what I'm trying to remind myself of is that it's not to seek out a certain answer or to get a certain answer, but I, it's just to know God more and to grow a deeper connection with Him. And I pray that as I give Him more space in my life, that there is essentially like this revival, like I'm praying for a fresh anointing from the Holy Spirit um, I know there's been a lot of talk about Asbury Revival, and I don't know, some people are like super inspired and into it, and some people are like really against it and have their things they think and say about it. Regardless of what side of the fence you fall on, if either one, it has been really inspiring for me, and it's really caused me to question my encounters with the Holy Spirit. And it's reminded me and it's encouraged me that like we can we can experience the power of the Holy Spirit. You can essentially experience what is happening at Asbury like every single day. The power of the Holy Spirit, that that same Holy Spirit, that same God is alive and within you. Like it's a living hope. And so that hearing about all of that has really stirred my faith. And it's reminded me that like I can encounter the Lord like that 
you know, with that heart of worship and that heart posture any time throughout the day, like any day of the week. And yes, there's something to be said where two or more are gathered and this move of God for sure. But I've just been so encouraged to like, to be reminded that as a mom, like as a mom of three little kids who can't fly out there and who can't drive over there and who can't really be there in person, God's just been so sweet to remind me like, Kason, that Holy Spirit is living inside of you. And friend, I want to encourage you. That's the power of the Holy Spirit is alive in you as well. And he can bring revival to our bodies, to our spirits, right where we are in the everyday when we're raising babies and cooking meals and sweeping crumbs and singing songs and running around playing and everything that we do. So that's one of the things that I'm I'm really prayerful and hopeful that, you know, I know that the Holy Spirit is with me even now, but I want to, I guess, experience him in a new way. I love this verse from Ephesians 3, uh, 16. It says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. And so that's the goal for the next 40 days is to just be renewed, to be empowered, to be strengthened. And I hope that that brings, you know, clarity and fresh purpose and fresh direction and all of that. I want to feel more present and more responsive with my kids and not be so distracted and just all over the place. Like, do you ever just feel mentally in in so many different places? And my mind just feels so tangled and like, it just feels like a mess sometimes. And I haven't really been able to pinpoint why that is, what that's coming from, what's making me feel that way. I shared a little bit about this back in December, I think it was, because last fall I took a break from the podcast. Um, There was a lot going on personally, a lot within our home. The family dynamic was changing as I was starting to homeschool. And I was just walking through some steps of healing that my body needed and that I just needed mentally. And part of me still feels so just, it's really hard to explain. Like, I think if you're in it right now and you're there, then you get it. And it's like, girl, you don't even have to say, like, you don't even have to try to explain it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I get it. So, and some of you aren't there now, but you have been before. It's almost like there's just a lot that's jumbled up and I don't really know why. You know, I talked about last August, I believe it was when rhythms and routines aren't enough. It's like, I'm going to bed on time. I'm waking up before my girls. I've got my morning routine. I am getting in the word. I'm praying. I'm moving my body after that. I am most of the time getting ready for the day. And then it's like, but there's, there is a gap somewhere. There's something that's not clicking. It's something is still misaligned and I don't know what it is. I'm just being like hundred percent like open right now. As of today, this is just how I feel. And I, I pray that maybe in 40 days, by the end of the 40 days, I'll understand what the gap is. And so letting go of social media just seemed like a very, like a much needed thing for me to hopefully create more mental space. Because if one thing that I do know is that especially Instagram and TikTok is so overstimulating because it feels like that when you're scrolling, you know, we're watching probably the first like one or two seconds of a reel and maybe you're watching the whole thing, maybe you're not. But it's like everybody is like facing the camera and like trying to grab your attention and it's hooking you in and this is what you need to know. And it's just sometimes feels so loud and so noisy and so 
overstimulating. And so I just felt like, okay, this is these are all red flags that you need to step away from this. This is not productive for you anymore. This is not helping anyone. You know, part of the reason that I show up is because I want to connect with you. I want to share content that encourages you and inspires you. But I I almost felt like, how can I do that when I feel so distracted and just stressed, if I'm being honest, when I open this app, it's just stressing me out and I don't know why. So that was another reason why I felt like, okay, this social media fast, this has got to happen in my life. So I just want to share this as I'm going through this process. I want to share this with you because I want you to consider, is there anything, maybe it's not social media for you at all. I know that for some people, that's not a struggle. For some people, you don't spend a lot of time there. For some people, it's not overstimulating. For some people, it doesn't seem loud or noisy or busy. Maybe it is the time that you are watching Netflix. Maybe it is, you know, food habits, eating habits, drinking habits, things like that. You can fast from essentially anything. I have a friend who fasted from podcasts. Like she was like, I'm not going to listen to podcasts for X number of days. or I'm not going to consume any more content. I feel like I just need to give myself a break from consuming content. I need to allow more space for God during those times when I would be listening to podcasts or whatever else it was, digital content, and replace that with connection time with the Lord. And so it could be anything. It could be anything that you could fast. And you don't have to, you know, participate in Lent. It doesn't have to be for 40 days. But I just wanted to share and kind of challenge you as I'm challenging myself to just make more space for God in your life. Create space in the middle of all that you have going on to appreciate His presence and just remind yourself that, like, He is here. He is here. There is a song that I love, All Sons and Daughters. Like, they used to be my favorite little, I don't, they were like, I guess you could call them a band. It was only two people that sang. But like, when they split up and they like weren't a group anymore, I was like, this cannot happen. Like, how is this happening? But they have a song. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. My brother's going to give me so much crap if he's listening to this episode, which he's probably not because he's not a mom. But the, the, um, The bridge of it says, you are here, you are holy. We are standing in your glory. And I love that bridge. I love those words because regardless of where I'm singing it, whether I'm in my car or I'm at church, regardless of what season of my life that I'm singing it in, whether I'm on the the mountaintop or I'm down in the valley, it is a beautiful reminder that you are here. God, you are here, here right now with me right now as I'm recording this, with you right now as you're listening to this. He is here and he is holy. We're standing in the glory of the Lord when we're in his presence. And we can welcome that. We can walk into that. We can enter into his presence anytime, any day, any season. It doesn't matter, any place, any time. And that is so beautiful. Like to me, that is, I just need to be reminded of that because you know why? Here's why. When I'm reminded of that, And when I focus and shift my attention to the fact that, wow, God is with me here, here, right now, then you know what I'm not thinking about? I'm not thinking about all of the anxious thoughts that are trying to fill my mind. I'm not thinking about all the things I'm worried about. I'm not thinking about all of the things I'm juggling as a mom and as a wife. I'm not thinking about all the ways that I feel like I don't measure up. I'm not thinking about all the ways that I feel like I'm failing. I'm just face to face with the Lord. 
I'm just reminding myself of his presence and I'm just sitting with him. I'm just sitting with him right here. And that's what I need more of. So if you feel the same way, if you feel that same longing, if you feel that same need to experience the Lord in that way, then I just want to challenge you. What's something that you can give up? What's something you could fast? Maybe for a day, maybe for two days, maybe for three days, a week. Whatever feels right, whatever you want to do, what's something that you can give up or replace with time connecting with the Lord and just making space to appreciate who He is, His creation, the blessings He's given you. Because when we fill our minds with those things, when we're so consumed with that goodness and grace and love and mercy, then there's not as much space for all of the negativity, all of the overwhelm, all of the anxiety to, there's just not enough as much space. There's not as much space for those things to try to take up because we're busy over here being consumed with the Lord. We're over here being consumed with his goodness and reminding ourselves of his love and his grace for us. So I pray that this bonus episode has encouraged you. I pray it inspires you to take action in your own life And if you want to connect, I'm not going to be on socials, but you can send me an email, hello at herpursuit.co, or you can leave a review letting me know what you're enjoying about the show. Let other mamas know why you're listening to the show, why you keep showing up every week, what you're getting out of it. I love reading those. It helps other moms find the show. It's just so much more meaningful and so much more impactful than you probably even know. So thank you. Thank you if you've already done that. Thank you for those of you who are going to take the time to do that. And until next time, friend, keep pursuing the Lord with your whole heart, just as you are right now, right here in this season. I'll talk to you next time.